morning welcome to another episode of history under your feet today we take a look at habaldar abdul hamid and his heroics in the battle of asaduddin during the 1965 war cape current is one of those typical terms that taught the indian landscape located just 5 kilometers from the india pakistan border in punjab's tarantaran district it has a mausoleum of a sufi saint peer baba sheikh prem The town's claim to fame is over what happened during the 1965 war, the Battle of Asil Uttar, and one of the largest tank battles fought post-World War II after the Battle of Kursk. It was a turning point on the 1964 war, giving a huge blow to Pakistani ambitions. Pakistan's invading force of around 200 Patton tanks consisting of the 1st Armored Division and 11th Infantry Division, primarily under Major General Masih Ahmad Khan and Brigadier A.R. Shami, Named after the World War II hero, the M48 Panton tanks was one of the most powerful and deadly tanks, known for its firepower and assault capabilities. It was used in many of the post-World War II conflicts that included the Iran-Iraq War, Yom Kippur War, Vietnam War, and the Six-Day War, among others. India, on the other hand, had just 135 tanks, out of which 45 were French AMX-13, a light tank that would prove to be critical. Another 45 were the US M4 Sherman tanks, which are primarily medium-range and used a lot in the Arab-Israeli wars. And finally, the Centurion tanks used for nuclear weapons testing and used a lot by Israel. Any which way you look at it, India was at a massive disadvantage here against much superior Pakistani firepower. And this is where strategy played a crucial role. The leadership of Lieutenant General Harbak Singh made a giant a giant of a man, literally speaking, who was the GOC of the Western Command, made all the difference here. Born in Sangru district, he himself had been a POW during World War II. When Singapore fell to Japan and had earlier conducted himself with distinction during the 1948 war. As the Pakistani tanks blasted their way through the Indian defences advancing onto Cape Current, Major General Gurbak Singh ordered the forces to fall back and assume a horse-shaped defensive position, making Asal Uttar the focal point. Under assault by three enemy groups, he managed to keep up the morale of the Jawans leading from the front and he was later awarded the Mahabir Chakra for his leadership. The battle began on September 8 with the Pakistani tanks launching their attack moving within 900 miles of the Indian defences. The Deccan horses hidden in the sugar fields played a crucial role as they began to launch the ambush attacks. The fields played a major role in hiding the Indian tanks while they could spot the approaching Pakistani tanks. And 11th pattern tanks were destroyed for the loss of just four Indian tanks, and the Pakistani forces led a frontal ors on Fourth Mountain. This with heroism of Khaldar Abdul Hamid came to the fore. Born in Gajipur district of UP, Abdul Hamid joined the Grenadiers Infantry Regiment where he served till his death, and he gave note of his progress during the Battle of Namkachu in the 1962 war with China. It was one stirring tale of defiance where Hamid's battalion cut off by the Chinese maiden escaping to Bhutan on foot, and owing to his skills with the recoilless rifle, Hamid was made NCO in charge of the 106mm recoilless rifle platoon. One of the deadliest anti-tank weapons, and he was particularly skilled at it. Along with Subhidhar M. Chand, Hamid plunged straight into enemy fire facing the tanks directly, and with his mounted on a jib, Abdul Hamid knocked out around five Patton tanks one after the other, including the main tank. Faced with increasing losses, patterns of six panzers sought to envelop Indians with a flank attack along the China, along the Chima Western Axis. Major Belwalkar led the Centurion tanks here, knocking out five patterns, forcing the Pakistanis to withdraw. And surrounded on all sides by Indian artillery and snipers in the sugarcane fields, the Pakistani forces had no option but to retreat. 
More important, the myth of the patent tax invisibility had been shattered by the Indian forces. September 9, the Pakistanis made a heavy assault on 18th Rajputana rifles at 2 a.m. using the infrared equipment. Brigadier Hanout, commander 62nd Mountain Brigade, ordered his men to hold on, and the invading tanks had to pass through mines and firing by the 5th Artillery Regiment. Lieutenant Colbert Raghuraj Singh showed courage in the fire, moving past three enemy tanks reaching towards companies and reestablishment contact with them. There were heavy attacks all day long on four grenadiers who fought back under Lieutenant Colonel Bhatti. The counter-attack was furious by the Deccan horse as many Pakistani attacks were knocked out and by 10 p.m. they had to retreat facing heavy casualties. On September 10, the most intense day of the battles when the Pakistani launched launched out an all-out assault to pin down the 4th Mountain in Deccan Nose and enveloped the Pura, Karimpur, Mahmudpur axis with the 4th Armoured Brigade. The counter-strategy here was a bench-head of General Brigadier General Thomas Tiagaraj who was in charge of the 2nd Independent Armoured Brigade. Along with Lieutenant Colonel Kalev, he posted the Centurion tanks in two concentric horseshoe-shaped circles with the intention of bringing in the invading force and the heavy crossfire. And furthermore, the approaching tanks were deliberately flooded to slow down the patent tanks. However, the Pakistani tanks managed to break the defences and this is where Havaldar Abdul Hamid once again showed his heroism. It was sheer courage under fire riding on a jeep fitted with the M40. Hamid knocked out three Pakistani tanks under heavy firing. However, in the course of his counter assault, Abdul Hamid was killed by the tank fire and laying down his life for the nation. His brave sacrifice inspired his comrades and they launched a furious counter assault that bit back the Pakistani tanks. Over remains cooler under stress for a longer time will when identify, take good aim and shoot God be with you. Lieutenant Colonel Callum. And this is what happened as the Indian soldiers put on by Hamid sacrifice, displayed explicitly courage and fire and smart tactics to counter the invading Pakistani forces. At Dolan, four patterns were knocked down by centurions camouflaged in sugarcane fields led by Major Sandhu, while some were knocked out at Madar by centurion tanks in the second semicircle. At Mahmudpura, second lieutenant. R.P. Joshi ambushed the approaching squadron, second squadron, and nine patterns, two recoilless guns were destroyed. And another approaching squadron was looted. Three patterns being knocked out by Nayab Sultan Chakdeo Singh, and it was turning out to be a massive good for the Pakistani forces. The Pakistani infantry was already pinned down by Indian artillery, while the 4th Cavalry and 4th Armoured Brigade was squeezed in from all sides. The artillery pounded the advancing Pakistani tanks and forces as their disintegrations disintegrated and the assault. Major General Nasir Ahmed Khan put up a brave fight in vain as he watched his division collapsing right in front of his eyes while Brigadier Shami, the artillery commander, was killed in action. As dusk fell, the Indian governments bombarded the remaining Pakistani armor, shattering their morale. On September 11, the Pakistani regimental commanders surrendered. It was a massive vote for the Pakistani army. 97 tanks were destroyed, including 75 patterns, while India lost just 14. Two Pakistani armored regiments were wiped out. Asal Uttar lived up to its name. The root force Pakistan ended the Clinton's strategy and it never recovered. The destroyed and captured Patan tanks were assembled at a place called as Patan Nagar. Pakistan, in spite of having the much superior Patan tanks and night fighting equipment, lost a combination of smart strategy, coordinated infantry attack, and excellent leadership at top, and above all the sugarcane fields, which provided an excellent hiding cover for the Indian tanks and also the flooding of canals which popped on the Pakistani tanks. Salute to Abdul Hamid and his heroics at the Battle of Asaluddin.